Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Heather Mann from Fortune Academy. Hey, this is Joel Brown from AddictedToSuccess.com. Hey, this is Dan Fleischman, the youngest founder of a public company in history. And if you want to earn your fortune. And if you are all about living a fulfilled and highly successful life. And if you want to learn the skill of adding value to others. You should be listening to Build Your Network. Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast with my good friend, Travis Chappell. Travis Chappell. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chappell, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to another compilation episode here on the Build Your Network podcast. We are currently in the middle of a series about mentorship and masterminds, and I cannot wait to share all of the golden nuggets in today's episode with you all. But first, you hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds on the show, especially in this segment. If this is a new term to you, or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is or what it does or why you should join one or how much they are, where you can find them, all those different types of details, you are definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons. It's 100% free, so there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll, freemmcourse.com slash enroll to grab that course. It's totally free and start that today. Hey there, what's up? Welcome back to the Build Your Network podcast. Today, we are going into part nine of a series that we've been going through in these topic episodes called Who or What? And it's the answer to the staple question that I ask on the show, who you know or what you know, which one's more important and why? 
And today we're featuring a couple amazing guests. The first one is Heather Mann. Heather is a multi, multi million dollar real estate and Forex investor based out of London. And her content is amazing, super underrated. And I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say about this. Then there's Joel Brown, a buddy of mine who's an influencer out of Australia, speaker, author, coach. And uh, he built the brand Addicted to Success, which you're probably familiar with. And then there's Dan Fleischman, who we're bringing on today as well. Dan was the, and still is the youngest founder of a publicly traded company in history. And now he's a speaker. He's an angel investor, one of the most well-connected people that I've ever met and an all around really cool guy. So you're definitely not going to want to miss out on what any of these three have to say on this who or what you know topic. But before we get into that really quickly, we have all heard the Jim Rohn quote, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Imagine being able to build out those top five people though, and personally select the caliber of people that are on that list. Literally nothing would be out of your reach if you could always fill that inner circle with the people that are crushing the thing that you're trying to crush. This was a mere dream to me just a couple of years ago, and now I can say I'm blessed to be able to carefully curate my circle with the people that I want to be around the most. And now you can do the same thing. I recently created a training and community just for people who are interested in always being able to customize and fill their top five. It's called Explode Your Network, and it's everything that you need to know to exponentially grow your connections, level up your inner circle, and shorten your runway to success without annoying a single person or printing a single business card. Plus, it's attached to an amazing community of like-minded people who are all interested in doing the same exact thing. So if any of this is important to you at all, you're going to want to be a part of this elite movement. Take action. Head over to travischapel.com explode to finally take control of your inner circle and shorten your runway to building the life of your dreams. And now here is who or what part number nine with Heather Mann, Joel Brown, and Dan Fleischman. And you feel like that's what you should talk about. <laughs> no, it's but, actually uh, the fundamentals of everything. I, mean, yeah. I knew you liked the networking aspect, and I think it's amazing you you teach people that. But it's actually the basis of why I am successful because it's who you know in this industry. I'm I don't claim to be a genius. I'm not some super clever trader or property investor. I'm good, but because of the people that's taught me, and I found that from networking. And it's uh, so I didn't create it, you know, sitting in my house all alone. So that's the thing. The networking is super powerful. I literally know how to find opportunities from, okay, this person can create an opportunity here, but it's how you add value. So networking is only good. You know, a lot of people think it's just take, take, take. And that's when networking can become very distasteful. It becomes almost annoying. People don't like you if you just want to take from them. I like people who network by saying, okay, how can I add value? They're adding value to my life. I'm adding value to their life. It's a mutual benefit going on. And that's when networking is super powerful. So that's all you got to do. You're you're literally answering all the questions I had for you, Heather. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I was I was about to ask you, do you believe what you know or who you know is more important? And you literally were just like, oh, it's who you know, it's who you know. And then my next question was um, talking about giving and taking, and you just answered that question. So, oh, now, right, okay. <laughs> well, we're on we're on the right wave. That's good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that and just to piggyback on what you were saying, that is the 
I think number one disconnect in in networking, quote unquote networking. And I think that it causes a lot of people to be really timid about it because some people I feel like they just there's two extremes, right? There's there's the networker that you're talking about that's always trying to take, take, and take. And he's always got a thousand new business cards hot off the press in his back pocket to throw in your face and um and ask for this and ask for that. And then he moves on to the next person without even hearing your name or what where you're from or anything like that. But then you also have the person that looks at that person and doesn't want to be that person so much that they just don't network at all. So what is your advice to that person? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. This episode of the Build Your Network podcast will be back in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job descriptions, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. I personally love Indeed. It makes it easy to hire great talent, and according to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. That's right, worldwide. 
worldwide. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash network. The offer is valid through March 31st. So what are you waiting for? Go to indeed.com slash network and claim $75 in free credit before March 31st. That's indeed.com slash network. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. This episode of the Build Your Network podcast is brought to you by Gusto, the all-in-one HR for growing businesses. You can get everything you need to hire, pay, manage, and support your hardworking team in one intuitive platform. You can automatically file and pay all state, local, and federal payroll taxes, do simple time tracking, time off requests, and more, and have access to a wide range of health and financial benefits and direct access to certified HR experts. That's just a few of the amazing tools that you get with Gusto. And right now, you can get three months free when you run your first payroll. All you have to do is use the URL gusto.com slash Travis. That's G-U-S-T-O dot com slash Travis. All right, let's get back to the show. They don't, they don't want to network because what they don't like. They're afraid of being that annoying friend that nobody wants to talk to well, it's very simple, actually. It's about making, building relationships. So for the annoying person, they're only annoying because they're not genuine. That's why they're annoying. So to be not annoying, it's actually just connecting to your inner self. Are you just being like, okay, I, I genuinely am going to add value to this person or I'm going to find a way to help. So a lot of people focus on the money. They think, okay, how can I make money from this person? That's the worst thing in the world. I never focus on money. And I, I don't remember the last time I have, I know I will make money regardless. It's easy to make money, but what's more important is the relationship I'm building and the trust I'm building and the integrity. So that's all you've got to go out there. You know, I mean, the reason I bought a car without looking at it, for example, is because I trusted the guy that I deal with who buys mine, sells my cars, et cetera. He is so good at building rapport. And he's, these are the best communicators. If you want to do very high end business or any kind of business, people go to who they like. Even if somebody else cuts them, um, say, say I, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm, I'm talking to you. I build a rapport with you. I like you. When somebody else just comes five minutes of their time with me and they're like, you know what, I can do better than Travis. I'll be like, no, thanks. Maybe you do, but I like Travis. I'm going to him. So that's networking. That's when it's powerful and that's when it's not annoying rather than I can do everything. It's just integrity and uh, yeah, gen- being authentic. Being authentic. Yeah. Building deep, genuine relationships with people that don't have any sort of like any, any sort of backend offer uh, to, to use some online marketing terms there. But there, there, there's no there's no hidden agenda when when you're going to connect with these people. You're just genuinely trying to build relationships. And like I like that you brought in the money into it and said, and said, it's not about the money. It's about the relationship. Um, because I feel that a lot of people treat it like, uh, cold calling, you know, like in-person cold calling, they look at networking event, like in-person cold calling opportunity. Oh, look. And, and, and I come from a, I come from a door-to-door sales background, Heather. So I've, I've been doing door-to-door sales for as long as I can remember. And, and, and the, the, the problem is people treat networking like it's door-to-door sales. Like yeah, they'll, they'll go up to every single person and treat it like a numbers game and quote unquote, knock the door, talk to the person, give them a little spiel. And then they say, no, they move on to the next one. And it's just not how you go about doing it. And like, I'm, like I said, I'm a door-to-door salesman. So the, I, I think it has its place. Cold calling always has its place, but not in relationship building. Yeah, you're right. No, but you know what? You're lucky because I think everyone should do something cold calling or canvassing. I did it myself. And that was how a quiet person can become taken out of the shell because to be very 
Because, I mean, I was, I was scared of rejection. And the only thing that will destroy your confidence in, immediately is cold calling or door-to-door canvassing because that will be the quickest way you get over this rejection issue. And once you pass that, then you're, you're very good at rapport building. So I think actually it's an advantage you came from that because you know how not to feel a problem if someone doesn't want to talk to you because it's just like people may do that. But you're doing it in a different way this time. So you'll actually be a better networker if you've had that experience, in my opinion. I was better at negotiating deals because I used to sell mobile phones when I was 16. Um, you know, and just the stuff that the annoying salesperson, that was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but that built my confidence because I was not I didn't care that somebody walks past you and just hates you and right. you just shrug it off and smile and next person. And that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And network building is actually just a sophisticated, different level. But with the basis of that, self-image is huge because the only reason people will be scared of networking to a very good level is because they don't think they're worth talking to themselves. I, I don't, I can't offer. I mean, I remember when I was really young, I used to think, oh my God, I can't offer that person that guy's way too big like i'm nobody um that's a really bad image self-image you've created in your head so unless you destroy that and you're fully confident you've got everything to bring to the table nothing to lose that's when you become a good networker as well yeah and and if i can add on to that what what you're just saying is something that I've found to be completely true with with uh, with this podcast, and it's funny that I'm I'm really introverted um, naturally. So I, I'm a natural introvert, like like you were saying. I'm I'm not the person that is like always trying to be the center of attention, and like I would rather be by myself. When I go to a networking event, like I have to force myself to go out and talk to people. I I, I don't. Yeah. I, I naturally would rather just sit there and get on Facebook or like text a buddy uh, something yeah. funny. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like make yeah. fun of people in the room or something. something like that. Um, that, that's my, yeah, exactly. That's my natural tendency to do that. And so I think it's, I think it's, I think it's funny that we're both kind of introverted, but we're both talking about how, how much cold calling and door to door and that kind of a thing helped us come out of that and build confidence because confidence has been very, very important for me to uh, get the quality of guests that I have on the show. I mean, even, even talking to you right now, Heather, like I, I think probably one of the big reasons that that you're even talking to me right now is is some of the other guests that I was able to get on the show and they're recognizable names, people that you've talked to, people like Patrick but David. Um yes. who, nice who guy, yeah. yeah, really, really awesome guy who I just kind of reached out to on an Instagram message one day. And I, I can tell you that I've probably reached out to 20 more people that are just as influential or more as as, as Patrick is and you know, a lot of them never said anything back to me. A lot of them, you know, said no. And a lot of them said, you know what, come back when you have a better following or, you know, a lot of people said no. And a lot of people didn't answer. But like you're saying, when you have that, when you have that confidence, like it, it does, it just doesn't phase me anymore. It just is like, you know what? Um, all right, no worries. You know, uh, if I can help at all, let me know. I always try to offer something, uh, offer to give some value when somebody says no. Is, I, was, is there anybody I could introduce you, introduce you to? Or is there any way that I can help you out or anything like that in the meantime? And then, you know, maybe in the future we can work something out. And you don't have to take it personally. Just realize that like, okay, it's not going to work out right now, but in the future it might. And maybe I can add some value to you in the meantime. And, um, and uh, I just, I, I love so much about, about what you're saying. It's just fantastic. If you, if you had to boil it down to, to one, to one aspect, I know we've talked about a few different things here and there today. Um, uh, just one, just one tip, like one takeaway that you would want somebody listening to this, uh, to go home with about how to grow your inner circle the right way. What would that one tip be? Before you enter any venue or networking or whatever group, or even a meeting, 
always know what you want before. Know the end goal before you enter. If you just head in, like just make conversation from no idea, then your your conversation is going to go all over the place. But if you have an end goal, I I'm going. Oh, my outcome from this conversation will be X Y Z. You will you will own that place. Hmm. That is a very actionable tip, and actually yeah. one that I uh, something that I've actually really been trying to work on recently is because I, I've I've been a I've been definitely that person that just kind of goes into a conversation just like. Hey, whatever happens. And, but then I started realizing that my follow up on those conversations, and like you were saying before, the actual relationship building comes from having something beforehand that you're going into that conversation with, something that you want to uh, capitalize on in that conversation, especially when you're talking to people of influence or um, uh, somebody that you really, really want to get to know in, in, in that regard. What's up, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite podcasting app, Himalaya. If you're not listening to podcasts on this new app, you are definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play store and download Himalaya today and thank me later. This episode of the show is brought to you by Rothy's, and this one is for all of the ladies out there. Rothy's is a company that makes stylish shoes for women out of recycled plastic water bottles. And from what my wife says, they're actually really comfortable and they're machine washable because they're recycled plastic. So look, typically I wouldn't bring a product like this on the show that I don't personally use, but since my wife does, and since they've diverted over 25 million plastic bottles from landfills, I felt like it was something that I just kind of had to tell you all about. They launch new colors and patterns every few weeks, and they sell out constantly. Plus, they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts, or so I'm told anyway. <laughs> You'll discover quickly why BuzzFeed called them their forever shoes. Plus, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns and exchanges, so there is literally no risk, no worries, no reason not to try. Check out all of the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash Travis. That's rothys.com slash Travis. And I know this is mainly for all the ladies out there, but if you're a guy and you're listening to this show and you have a lady in your life, promise you this is going to make a fantastic gift. So head over to rothys.com slash Travis. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? That is an interesting question because what you know is more of a cognitive understanding. I think there are three levels to learning. Mm -hmm. First level is knowledge. It's going and picking up the book or listening to the podcast or watching the video, right? Or going to Addicted to Success and reading the article. That's easy. Anyone can do that, right? That's knowledge, yeah. okay? Second level is understanding. And that's when you've read it and you've gone, okay, I have my head around this and you can go and teach maybe a classroom of people that, and they all get it. They're like, oh, okay, he's explaining it in a good way. Now, the third level, which is the ultimate level of learning is wisdom. Mm. And the only way you can gain wisdom is through knowledge that's applied. Mm. Okay, knowledge and understanding applied. And so I think a lot of people nowadays are out there teaching things, but they haven't actually lived it. And so, so I would true. say that that there needs over. to come with it. <laughs> Right, right. Everywhere, man. It's like, oh, I took this one course and now like I'm an expert at it. It's no like, <laughs> dude, I've been in the game and with addicted to success for seven years and written over 700 articles spoken around the world. And all sorts. I am still in a place where I'm like, dude, I'm the student. Like I haven't even right. mastered it yet. Like 10 years, I haven't even hit. I haven't even hit the 10,000 hours, 10 year mastery right, or whatever right. you call it. 
I'm still below that, right? And I'm still working towards it and I'm totally cool with that. So that's the, the like the, the what you know, I really believe it needs to be really defined by like how much wisdom have you acquired, okay. which is that living in truth and the only way you gain truth is through experience, right? Okay. And then the who you know, well, you need to know the right people. Yeah. And what I mean by the right people is, are you around people that have similar values to you? Do they get your vision? Can you clearly convey your vision to them so that they know how they can support you? And in turn, can you deliver value to them too in return? When that happens, it becomes you become this like super tight network. I used to want to be friends with everybody, man. I used to just like I had lots of followers. We got two and a half million followers. To be honest, I probably only know like personally like 2,000 of them. Hmm. Like personally, like had good conversations, know right. who they are, probably mm-hmm. have them on my phone. I no longer want to have millions of friends i want to have a very tight circle of people but a really deep relationship with all of them right right which is way more powerful so i'm going to put your feet to the fire here and make you choose one so let's assume what you know is talking about applied knowledge and let's assume what you know we're talking about wisdom and then who you know is the relationships that you've built can you say that like hey look if you're going to double down on something in 2018 would you say double down on gaining wisdom or would you say double down on building deep, genuine relationships with good people? Which one of those breeds more hate, of the other one? I hate this question. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, yeah, I see the major benefit in both. And also you've got to remember that I built Addicted to Success by myself for many years before I brought the team on. Hmm. I've been kind of the self-reliant lone soldier, lone wolf for a while. So I know that I can do that. Right. But what I want to say to that is that I can go even further with my team. I can go even further with a great network. Hmm. So asking me of where I am now, I would say now it's time for me to go further with a strong tribe, a strong network and, and great relationships because that's all, right. all that's really like left. I've done as right. much as I can by myself and I can keep doing it at that pace, but now it's time to really amp up with a tight, tight uh, circle. Right, right. And that's exactly what I was kind of pushing for was basically to get you to, to the point where you're just like, you know what, like now that I'm thinking about it, I think that bottom line, it just it's kind of come down to relationships. That's yeah. the reason I asked that question, because both are important. You know, you can't argue that, you know, both are important. But I think that who you know, will ultimately allow you to cultivate more knowledge, more wisdom, like more application, because the people that you're around will push you to be the person who you are, regardless of in which direction, if they're good influences, bad influences, whatever it might be, you're going to be the average of those people that you hang out with. So that's why I always ask that question, because I want people to think about, you know, like, you know, well, it's both. Okay, well, I understand that it is like both are important. They're both very important, because if you know a bunch of people, but you don't know anything, then you don't have any credibility and you're not gonna get anything accomplished. But if you have a bunch of knowledge, it's difficult to get that out to the world without knowing anybody. And there's, you know, lots of professors who are insanely smart and have 48 PhDs, you know, but they're still making like 40 grand or 70 grand a year or something like teaching at a university and have no influence beyond that and are spinning their wheels and and that kind of a thing. I think both of them will breed the other one, but I think who you know will breed what you know faster than what you know would breed who you know. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Totally. The other thing I'd say just to add to that too would be that you know, I have met a lot of people with, you know, high education mm-hmm. under their tool belt, but they can deal with the external things. They have an external understanding, but the internal, 
their life is in turmoil because their internal is no good. Yeah. Like they have a doctorate in something, but they're working a really like low end like position and they're unhappy with their life or they go home and they feel terrible and that, you know, because they haven't worked on the internal. I would say you we'd have to define like, you know, what's your external like understanding and then what's the internal too, because I mean, that's the self-development, right? Yeah. There's a difference too when it comes to like speakers and coaches and we see them all the time online. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between like an informational coach or an yeah. educational coach compared to a transformational coach. Like transformational understands both, understands the internal and the external, whereas sometimes the informational or educational would just understand the external textbook things and this right. is the strategy. And that. So I'm good at the external a lot and like I have my grasp on some internal, but I think for the rest of my life, I'm forever going to be learning more about the internal as well. And I think that that really will take you to that next level. Right. I think that is what's going to ultimately make the biggest difference because the external, like you're saying, like you've been a student for the past seven or eight years. And so being a student for something, I understand in the, in the grand scheme of things, like seven or eight years compared to the scope of your life isn't a long time, but seven or eight years is, is a long time to be doing something. And so you've gained a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom from all that type of stuff, but you can only gain so much internal wisdom from stuff like that. You know, like I feel like the external wisdom is easier to learn about and apply than the internal stuff. And so I think that's comes with more just like just doing it and getting, you know, in the nitty gritty with people and figuring out what's going on on the inside. And it is more of a one-on-one type of a, let's work through this type thing instead of a boilerplate answers of like, well, you just need to wake up at six o'clock and like, you know, (laughs) meditate and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) Some of that stuff's deflection too. You got to be careful with the deflection instead of facing what's going on. Honestly, man, I've had a lot of life shapers. I've been, you know, bashed and bullied. I've been cheated on. I've gone through challenges within my business, financial issues. You know, years ago, I, I was stuck in the middle of a transition with my career and everyone was against me and thought I was crazy. I left the music industry. Like there's, a, I've gone through a lot of life shapers mm-hmm. and they're the things, to be honest, that really, like really brought the biggest and best out of me and taught me how to overcome some pretty crazy obstacles. You get paid based off how much conflict you can face and break through. That's essentially what it is. You look in the corporate world, whoever can work their way up the ladder and face more conflict are usually getting the ones getting the promotion. If they can handle the conflict, they get the promotion. These people that get called in for big million dollar contracts and that, they're not getting called in just because of a status or they're, they're like, they look good. They're getting called in because they're, they're about to face a bunch of conflict. Right. And I just like in my life, it's like I'm pursuing to how much conflict can I face and how much of it can I break through so that I can be a person of value that can then uphold, you know, bigger businesses, bigger clients to step into like hard situations and really help people through that. Who you know or what you know, Dan, which one's more important and why? Absolutely who you know. It's not even close. Anybody that said what you know is wrong. <laughs> it's really funny because you know, we're, we're sitting in the real Brad Lee's studio right now. Shout out to Brad. Brad and I had a heated discussion when we were like recording our episode because he said what and I said who and we went back and forth for like five or six minutes. I can, so. I can help you win the conversation. <laughs> Ready? Good. Yeah, go for it. Because I don't need to know what that expert knows. Hmm. So if I want to get into the fashion space, and I want to manufacture stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my friend's been doing it for 20 years. And they manufacture for this store, this store, this store, and this brand, this brand, this brand. And this guy owns Forever 21 and he knows everybody. And he's got 27 years manufacturing clothes. I'm never going to know what he knows. So I just say, hey, owner of Forever 21, 
I need this manufacturing and I want to get this pricing and I want to get this color and this designer. It's what he knows. It's not what I know. So the who you know, it's not even close, by the way. It's not even like a thing. It's just who you know. Yeah. Because I fast forwarded 27 years of experience. That's the whole thing right there. I fast forwarded 27 years of relationships. I fast forwarded 27 years of struggles and roller coasters. That owner of Forever 21, he knows it all. Right. So if I just say, hey, Alex, can you do this for me? I need this, this, and this. He tells me right away if I'm an idiot or if I'm right, if I'm going down the right path, who I should call, who I should email, who I should go visit, what factory to use, what designer to use, who I should hire. Don't hire that guy because I fired him. He sucks. He knows it all. Right. And that happens in real estate. If I'm going to go flip houses, do I try to do it myself, what I know, or do I call Cole Hatter? Right. Why would I not have Cole Hatter help me flip a house than me? Why is it what I know? It's not what I know. It's what they know. I love the fast forwarding thing. That's what I spend the majority of my time. Whenever I have this conversation with somebody, that's what I talk about the most. It's just like, you're skipping the line, right? Like you get to skip rungs on the ladder. You're shortening your runway by so much by being in touch with somebody who's already walked those steps, who's already been at the place that you're wanting to go and who has all the experience and has all the know-how, knowledge, everything to get him to the point where he's trying to go or where you're trying to go. Like, all you got to do is spend time with that person and figure it out with that person and they'll be able to help you get to that point. So can you tell us a little bit, we've already talked a lot about some of the different charity events that you've thrown and people that you've worked with. Can you tell us, just pick out a story of a time that you met a guy who introduced you to another guy, to another guy, to another guy that led to like some sort of big moment of success for you? Yes. So the way I met my best friend, he was the founder of Marvel Studios. And we've been- I've never heard of Marvel, what's that? (laughs) And it's been eight years now. And the way we first met is the guy that I met him through, we threw a charity poker tournament together okay. on a cruise ship. And this was back in 2010. So I threw this charity poker tournament on this cruise ship and Bill Zarian and all the poker players went out there and it was a great event. And the guy I threw it with, we raised a bunch of money for the charity and he decided to introduce me to one of the members of his foundation, which was my best friend. Well, now my best friend, not at the time. That moment of me just helping him with his charity event because he needed, he needed somebody to run a charity poker tournament. Mm-hmm. That simple act that cost me nothing to do that favor for him led me to change my life. I'll give you another one. Also a charity poker tournament that changed my life in the biggest way possible. So last year, a woman came into my office and she needed advice on throwing a charity poker tournament that was coming up three weeks from then. And so my friend texted me, he's in the cryptocurrency space and he was like, hey, I have this lady here. She's here to meet you. Can you give her some advice about her charity poker tournaments coming up in a few weeks? I said, sure. I go upstairs. I'm talking to her for like 15 minutes. And then she says the date and the buy-in was really expensive. I was like, wait a minute. Is that for Arnold Schwarzenegger's charity poker tournament? She's like, oh yeah, I'm the director of Arnold's charity for the last five years. I was like, wait, wait, wait. My girlfriend's favorite person in the world is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm going to come to your event. I'm going to have him help me propose to her at your charity event. Because it's at Arnold's house. No way. So she starts crying. I start crying. Everybody's crying. And like, they all (laughs) get all excited about this idea that I'm going to propose. So she came to me for advice. I gave her this advice. Three weeks later, I'm on my knee and Arnold Schwarzenegger is handing my girl the ring. Wow. All from a moment of giving my free advice to somebody. She could have been running Joe Schmo's charity poker. Right. And I was still would have done the same 15 minutes of giving her stuff. Mm -hmm. So that brings me to this question that I really want to ask you. You've built relationships, obviously, with a bunch of, I mean, A-list celebrities, top entrepreneurial influencers, athletes, list goes on and on. So what is the number one most important practice that has allowed you to build a network of that capacity? So I really, 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 rarely ask them for anything. I provide them stuff. And what I provide them is things that they can't buy. Because all the people you just mentioned are rich. Mm -hmm. 
and they can buy whatever they want. But they can't buy access, and they can't buy cool, and they can't buy information. So what I do is I throw my monthly events, obviously the elevator nights, and I throw charity events, and I send them articles or things that are relevant to them, or I send them things that will make them think about me, that I'm the one that brought it to them. Hmm. So somebody's directing a movie or somebody's an athlete and they want to meet this company or this project, or they don't know that they want to meet it. Let's say you're an athlete and I invested into some company that helps with knees and it's like a cooling pad, for example. I sit there and text 32 athletes in my phone. Hey, I just invested in this company. Check them out. Oh, hey, what's your address? I'm going to send you a free thing. Yeah, They yeah. don't need a free ice cooling pack for their knee money-wise. Mm-hmm. But if that thing just came out and they have no access to it yet, or just they heard about it first, and then two years from now it gets big, and they think of me that I got, right? Right, right. So whenever I have an event, a charity event, even if I know they can't make it, I still send the invite. So if I know this NBA player is traveling, but I'm throwing a charity event or my birthday party September 1st, I'm still going to sit there and spend six hours straight texting hundreds of people that I know can't come. Hmm. Because the idea is, hey, I'm throwing my birthday party. If you can make it, if you're traveling. And I always say, if you're going to be in LA, blah, 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 blah. Right. Providing value to them to come to my birthday party that I'm, I don't want anything from them, right? Mm-hmm. So throwing the events, giving them access to information, giving them access to deals or products or scenarios, just making them feel like I care. It's just so rare that I ask for anything. It's just so rare. Yeah. Adding not, value just on a massive scale. Now, when I do ask for something, I'm very, very direct about it. Hmm. And it's not that they owe me anything. It's just a yes or no scenario. Yeah. Whenever I think that they should meet somebody that's beneficial to them, I'm really, really good about like, hey, I CC them on email or a group chat. Mm-hmm. Hey, this person, you own a retail store chain and this guy wants to sell into your product. Or hey, you need an investor. This is the guy that's got a company that they've already raised 500K. They need 100 more. I do that a lot for free, hmm. which has caused people to make a lot of money. Too many times I did it for free. Hundreds of times people joke about it. Like they have formed companies together that have gone on to do tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars because of me saying, hey, Peter, meet Paul. Right. right. And I don't regret any of that. Hmm. Yeah. But that is exactly why you've been able to build what you've been able to build. Is And we, me, you and I were kind of talking about this off mic before we sat down, is that the reason that you have the network that you have is because of the things that you were doing, not like in spite of those things, right? right? So a lot of people get it the wrong way. They'll, like what we were talking about, low level, they'll print a business card and be like, I'm networking now, right? High level, they'll make this introduction, right? Peter, meet Paul. But then it'll be like, oh, in this contract now, make sure you cut me in on that deal because like I need to get paid because I made the introduction. You guys wouldn't have any of this without me. So, you know, I better get paid on this. On certain scenarios, I wish I did that. On certain scenarios, you should do that. When it's a complete financial transaction, it's okay to ask for that. Hmm. When it's something that's going to take months or it's an evolving thing or you're not sure if it's going to close, it's much harder and it's much more awkward to try to be the middleman for that. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, hey, real estate agent's going to sell this house and hey, I have this millionaire that I know wants to buy that house and mm-hmm. you want to yeah, yeah. and they're gonna, you want to share in their 6%. It's far more commission. transactional than relational in yes. that regard. Yes. Right. And if it's, a, if it's like, hey, this guy likes to buy oil for this, whatever, he buys oil mm-hmm. and you know some guy that sells oil and that's just a straight up transactional thing, it's okay to ask for some percentage of that because it's a straight up cash right. thing. Mm-hmm. If you're setting people up to make a relationship, like, hey, music producer, meet this musician. Mm-hmm. And if in the future you, you ever you generate famous, any revenue. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. just not it. Yeah. <laughs> I've had people literally do that to me. They try to just 
they try to monetize a person. Like they have their Rolodex. And so because they have their Rolodex, they try to monetize every single, I've just told them like, Hey bro, don't send any more people my way. Right. Cause like, I'm not interested. Right. I'm not interested in having this IOU, this debt to you right. and the rest of my life right. until I try to figure out a way to pay it back. Right. Like if you want to send some people my way, great. If not, like if you're trying to always, you know, make me sign a, a verbal contract, right. so to speak, right. you know, or they create a covert contract in their head that says that I need to be doing, you know, X, Y, and Z for you because you did this for me. Like, don't bother. Right. <laughs> don't just, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And then what it also does is it closes off their hand from being able to receive anything from me as well. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about how we've been able to get some of the guests to come on the show, I've created a totally free resource called Meet Your Hero. So if you'd like to connect with people you respect and admire that are difficult to reach, you're going to want to go to travischapel.com hero to take action and start that training today. Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.